I believe that by doing something we love that inspires us regularly will help us be the best version of ourselves for our own happiness and for those around us. Could be big or small, just something that helps us feel present in the flow, feeling good. When we feel good, that energy we put out there definitely affects others. So what is that for you? What lights you up? I created the Inspired Grownups podcast to help us shift our perspective in challenging times and know that life can really be as good as we want it to be. It's a choice every day. By sharing stories each week of people's resilience and having guests on that are making an impact in the world will lift us up and who knows where that will take us. My name is Alana Gentry. Most people call me Alana Banana. It's a nickname I've had since I was little and it's how the kids know me from the Alana Banana Show. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, it's Alana Banana. Welcome to the first episode of Inspired Grownups. Thank you for tuning in. For this episode, I thought I'd share a little bit about my life and journey, and I wonder if you can relate at all. Maybe not necessarily on the subject matter, but on having a plan for your life, something you just knew you wanted and were most likely going to have, but that it either didn't show up or it didn't show up the way you expected. And that change of events took your life in a different direction. I suppose this has happened a few times in my life, probably for most of us, right? Maybe we learn from it right away, and maybe it takes years until we figure out why it went down that way. I didn't think in my 20s I'd be devoting my life to kids when I got older, teaching them, writing music for them. But after taking a break from music in my early 30s, diving deep into my yoga and meditation practice, that's just what naturally blossomed. Just what came about inspired me the most. So I went with it. And now it it feels the most in alignment with who I am. It's amazing how much light children can bring into our lives. I always saw myself having a kid when I was a little older, late 30s, early 40s. My mom had my brother at 41. So it didn't seem to me that it couldn't just happen for me that way as well. I didn't really know that women had issues with fertility. Nobody told me that. Nobody talked to me about that. Right now, as most of you know, I'm a foster mama. I can't imagine not knowing the little girl that has been in our lives for a year now, ever since she was three months old. Everything I went through seems totally worth it. Even through the ups and downs of the foster system and navigating the mix of emotions that go along with that. So about four years ago, I wrote something about my fertility experience, kind of stream of consciousness writing, how I like to do it when I journal. I wrote it almost a year after our last round of IVF in 2017. In thinking about this episode, it came to my mind. So I thought I'd share it with you here. In the past, I haven't been that kind of person that would be so publicly vulnerable. But for me, I know I get something out of hearing other people's stories that are real and raw. I guess it just doesn't make us feel as alone in it. So this is what I wrote in March 2018. I titled it To Be or Not to Be a Mother. I haven't read this in a while, so we'll see if I can keep it together for you. Okay, here it goes. To be or not to be a mother. Questioning, second-guessing, fear, hope, anger, grief, 
joy, freedom, love, trust, faith, surrender. All feelings that go along with my fertility journey. I never knew so many other women have gone through or are going through this too until I found myself here. I always saw myself as a mother. That seed was planted early on when I was 10 years old and my brother Sean was born. I loved caring for him with my family and knew I'd have my own child someday. For the first time at age 41, did I think, maybe I'm not supposed to be a mom, but an inspiration to lots of other kids that aren't mine, or maybe I'm meant to be a mom, but not to my own biological child. Only time will tell. For the past 11 months, ever since we found out that after three rounds of IVF, we didn't have a viable embryo to transfer, I've questioned everything I've ever thought about having a baby. I've been blessed with a loving husband and family, a group of supportive friends, a healthy body, the gift of music, and being able to share that gift as a way of making an income. So to complain about not being able to bring another child into this unstable world felt so ungrateful. I have so much to be grateful for and chose to change my perspective and focus on that. Without a child, I get to sleep in when our dogs let me. I get to travel and make plans with friends spontaneously. I don't have to worry about the financial strain a child can put on a relationship or lack of sleep, and I love my sleep. I could just enjoy my freedom, love the kids that are around me, our nieces and nephew, our friends' children that we adore, and love our two dogs that we can't imagine living without. Again, blessed with so much love around me, so what's the calling? Is it a remembrance of past life experiences where I've been a mother to many children before? Is it society's call to what the timeline should look like after marriage? Or is it something that's meant to happen? Something that's written in the stars, but I'm in my own way, trying to plan my own timeline instead of surrendering to what is? I have moments, even weeks or months, feeling that surrender, but then the plan in my mind creeps back in trying to figure it all out. I'm tired of trying to figure it all out. I'm tired of all the advice, even though I know it's well-intentioned. What supplements to take, what to eat, what not to eat, drink or smoke, when to have sex and how, what acupuncturist or fertility doctor to see. I've done it all and at the time was grateful for the advice and the doctors. I was open to it being a part of my process and part of the roadmap I was on, but now feel I just need to go within. Don't get me wrong, I've gone within before. Meditation, writing, journaling to our unborn baby, but I now feel there's more work to be done there. Surrender. That's the word that keeps coming up. Fills me and wants to be released. So many layers to that word surrender. My story, the story I've created around this thing called fertility, my husband's story, what I feel he did or didn't do right, what I did or didn't do right. It's all over anyway, so why do we hold on? I do feel we did the best we could at the time, but why doesn't that always feel good enough? Why does this person or that get pregnant and we don't? I can tap into my higher self and higher perspective and know in my heart that we all have our own life lessons to learn or we wouldn't be here in the first place. And part of that process is to help others through their life lessons. I believe we're all connected. 
And knowing that connection is there is healing for me. Just this week, for the first time, I joined an online community of other women who have struggled with fertility. I have yet to post or respond to anyone else's post, but being there virtually and hearing others' experiences is the first step. What am I hoping to get out of it? More connection, I guess. Support and giving support, even if it's a silent thought or prayer. Maybe some new insight on this word surrender, being open and receiving. Actually, I want this word surrender to take over my whole life. My plan for my future, family, job, house, etc. I ask for guidance every day, silently or in writing, to be more present and find joy in what's in front of me. I don't know about you, but for me, it takes a daily reminder. We can't control the outside world, only how we respond to it. I want to respond with compassion, gentleness, and love towards myself and others, especially towards myself and my husband through this journey. I want to remind myself every day to surrender whatever it is I think I should be, have, or do, and be open with loving eyes to what's right in front of me. That's all I have. The here and now. In this here and now, I choose forgiveness and love and pray that I keep choosing that in the moments to come. To be or not to be a mother, that is the question. But does it need to be answered right now? I'm still in my early 40s, and no matter what the medical industry says, I know a lot of women and have heard many stories of other women getting pregnant naturally or through IVF well into their 40s. Is it true our egg quality decreases as we age? Yes, I'm not blind to that. But I also won't let it define me or my body. I'm an optimist at heart and believe miracles are everywhere. We just need to open our eyes to them. If there is a soul that wants me to be their mother... They'll show up, either through my body or another woman's body. It's the miracle of life and that eternal connection that we have to each other. Is there another plan for my life that I'm not aware of? Probably, because as you know, it's hard to see the forest through the trees. If so, then bring it. I'm open. I choose to say yes to something greater than what I can see for myself right now in this moment. I choose to surrender and be in awe of what shows up. So about a year and a half after writing that and surrendering in the biggest way I ever had, making total peace with not being a mother, I decided to go on a three-day silent retreat in Encinitas, California, something I'd never done before but always wanted to do. During those three days of silence, resting, writing, meditating, the message was clear. I was still going to be a mother. At this point, I threw my hands up and said, okay, then just show me the way. What do I need to do? Then the coincidences started. Books I would randomly pick up at the library would happen to have an adoption story or a podcast I'd listen to would as well without me knowing it when I started it. About a month later, I told Eric, my husband, and he said he'd been thinking about the same thing. So we decided to go for it. We did a little research between private adoption and foster to adopt and felt that that was going to be the best option for us, foster to adopt. We went to a few different foster agency orientations and connected with Five Acres in Pasadena. Yes, fostering definitely has its challenges. But again, I cannot imagine not knowing our girl. 
right now, she is what inspires me the most. Makes me want to be better every day for my own happiness and for hers. Every child should have the opportunity to connect with the good in life. And my hope is that we can all find what lights us up so that we can shine that out to those around us and ultimately to help make the world a better place. Thank you so much for being here and listening. I know we've got lots of things going on, so your time means a lot to me. I really look forward to continuing to share other people's stories with you and hopefully inspire you to maybe see things in your own life in a new light. So subscribe if you're on Apple, follow on Spotify, and please rate and review. The more of those we have, the more the show will get out there in the world. Also, if you know someone that has gone through something similar or would get something out of this episode, please share it with that friend or family member. Now, if you have little ones at home, we're putting new music videos and 10-minute playlists out on the Alana Banana Show YouTube channel every month. And tomorrow, January 12th, we're releasing our first fully animated music video, Imagination. So check it out. You can also find our music for your kids on any music streaming service. For you, the grown-ups, I'm so excited to be sharing my Feel Good Now free workshop on Sunday, January 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's live on Zoom, and I'll be sharing with you my favorite ways to get out of our heads and into our bodies to feel the best that we can feel each day. I would love for you to join me. We'll do a little writing, a little yoga, dance it out a bit, a short meditation, all my favorite things. There is a link to register in the show notes. You can also follow me on Instagram, if you don't already, at the Alana Banana Show, and there's a link in my bio there as well. It's free, so come hang out with me. I would love to connect with you in that way, and I know that afterwards we'll feel so good for the rest of our day. I also invite you to join our private Inspired Grownups Facebook group, where I do short Saturday morning lives and keep you up to date on everything going on with the show. Again, all the links are in the show notes. Thanks so much, everyone. Talk to you soon.